Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope. We were having a very serious conversation about mayonnaise here. And the Bulldog. And don't even talk to me about weed. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Are you sitting down? I once bought a jacket because I like how it looked on Jim Schwartz. Ah, yes. Yes. Yes, I remember that. How many? The too tight quarter zip. Right. Red pullover. Right. They only had medium, so I just I had to have it. <laughs> I went to the Bills store at the stadium for it. Like on a Monday after we had been at the stadium for a game on a Sunday, and Schwartz, I never knew him, but he was on the sideline coaching in this red jacket with the white standing buffalo. I'm like that I would wear. That I would wear. So I went to the store the next day, and they had only mediums. Maybe maybe large, and I don't know. At that time of my life, I think it would have been medium that I could have talked myself into. And so, yeah, you, you saw it, and you're like, that is too small for you. You can't wear that. <laughs> and so I wore it, I don't know, a half a dozen times or something, and then I gave it to my wife, and she still wears it. It's a, ni- it's a, it's a nice piece. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it just didn't fit you. It yeah. takes me, at this stage of my life, it takes quite a lot to get me into an article of clothing with a sports team logo on it. Like, I just am kind of not really doing that anymore. But that jacket, and this was, what, eight or nine years ago? Uh, but I Yeah, he was here had in 14, yeah, yeah. Had to have it. And yeah. did get it. Didn't fit. Didn't care. Didn't fit. Didn't care. Still, right. I liked it that much. I know that I can't fit into this and look good wearing it. I mm-hmm. still have to have it. It was just bad. We've, I, I, I don't have an example top of mind, but I know I've done that. With, cl- with some the cl- shoes, cl- whatever. Oh, no, these will be, they'll stretch. Fine. They'll <laughs> right. be fine. Right. I'll, they'll stretch. That's, no, yeah, no. That's right. No, it's not. No. It'll hey, get bigger. You never wear those. Yeah, I know. They don't fit. <laughs> I bought them. I knew they were tight. I bought them anyway, and now they're sitting there. Or how about this? How about this? <laughs> I, I know you're out there, people. You, you'll relate to this. You go, or 
I could lose some weight. Yeah, sure. Maybe yeah. I'll lose some weight. This could be the mm-hmm. impetus to mm-hmm. get me to lose some weight. And then I can wear the jacket. I, I know there are people, I admire them from afar, in the world who actually operate that way and then commit to it yep. and do it. I am jealous. I am envious. I have not. It's getting worse for me. I have no real, like, sort of yep. energy to do anything like that. And it's bad. But I, st- I, I got back after it. It's been more than two years now. It wasn't. I want to fit back into this jacket, but once I started losing weight, that became a goal. Like once I found out I can do it, I was like, "This corduroy sport coat is—I'm going to wear that again, and I'm not going to look ridiculous." And I, I got there. And it was a—it was a big moment. Well, that's good. At least you got to enjoy. Yes, I did. Had the satisfaction of <laughs> yes. getting there. That's good. Yeah, it's back in the regular rotation. I, I need to develop. I need to develop some some. Uh, passion for that moment like some energy mm-hmm. toward boy boy won't you feel good at the other side i'm like i don't know uh, maybe <laughs> probably buy new I clothes that fit can now. i just can i just <laughs> crunch some lineups instead and not do that work <laughs> that's just bad all right so what is your new your 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 new right. rooting i i i i'm not gonna lie i did i ran downstairs i had to go to the bathroom so i didn't just sit here waiting but i'm i'm curious to know what your new rooting angle is if that's the right way you didn't unplug the headset and keep the headset on and wear it downstairs (laughs) i did not not this time not this time you know i i know there are a lot of people bills fans who are like this all the time usually i'm not usually like okay you want them to win why do you want them to win to whatever extent anybody ever like self-analyzes that i am this type about everything i want to know why i like that the ocean is pretty like i want to know everything about what's going on in my brain and so oh you like that team why do you like that team well you'll why do you like the bills you're from buffalo probably either that or you've got some family member who is some connection like that doesn't have to work that way what what would feel great about their winning a super bowl for me this is like an easy question it's always like my friends, my friends mm-hmm. and my family members who would be so happy. I would be happy for them. Over the years, it's like always been sort of an effort for me since like this became my career to like them. Like you sort of learn you're not supposed to when you start in media. That's how at least it used to be. I don't know. I mean, most mm-hmm. media accounts now read more like fan accounts to me. But it used to be like no, no, no. That's the, you can't you can't right. actually root for them if you're going to cover them honestly. So, I mean, that's a long time ago. I'm not worried about, like, my status here. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're the only team that I ever have any reason to sort of question whether I should be rooting for them, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like my friends will be happy. Almost everyone I know uh, roots for them. So that's what it's about for me. Like, that's what – that's, like, the top of the list, uh-huh. why I want them to win. Here is – Sort of a new thought that I had, and I don't, I want, I don't, I don't think you're going to judge this negatively, but I wanted to share it. Okay. Even though I don't know a single player on the team, I think at all, I want it for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I anybody can run down the list of guys who've been here. Doesn't even have to be veterans. It could be young players too, but like Demar Hamlin for one, but. I, I want it for Allen. I want it for Diggs. I want it for Dawkins. I want it for Poyer and Hyde and Trey White and all these other guys who've like been Bills and have been close and lost 
and are to varying extents, but they're all like a part of this of this community, like really a part of it. That they've been here for years and they're they're in it, like they're involved yep. in things. And mm-hmm. you have the the hardship with the blizzard or even the shooting back in the spring. There's different ways that it's all come together. And my my way is it just tends to be yeah, guys from other places, you know. Next year they'll be on a different team. It's all very transient, and there's not as much Buffalo in it as maybe people tell you. But in this particular moment with these guys, I want it for them. Like I, I want who's my who's be, who'd be my number one? Maybe it would be Dawkins. Like I want that guy to be able to, for the rest of his life, enjoy the memory and the accomplishment of winning a Super Bowl on this team, in this city. Like, that, it's weird. Like, this is, I think, normal for fans to do, and I go, come on, you don't even know him. You know, a lot of Twitter looks like, even friends of mine, looks like they're tweeting about, they're hoping that the players will become their friends or something, the way they they interact with them and they talk to them. I'm like, just come on, right? They're not going to be your friends. But... I am feeling like that sort of attachment, emotional attachment to at least, you know, the whole team, but like certain guys especially, Yeah, that I would just love it for them. And I just think that's interesting because I don't know any of them. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> your instincts were right. I mean, of course, I, you know, there's no way I would judge that harshly. I, I'm, you're making me emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I, I, I wonder if anybody else listening is... Feeling that right now, um, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's just you, but like we're close, we're friends, um, and I, I don't know. It's powerful hearing you talk like that. Yeah, like you know, Trey White, Stephon Diggs. That would just be. We want a Super Bowl. Why do we want a Super Bowl? Because we've never had one, and we want to have one before we die. Right? That's the line. You want? I want one before I die, or before my parents do, or before anybody. Like you want. You want to sure. you yep. want to have that experience once in your life, and you want it for people around you and in your in your life. I just think like you know whether it's your Red Sox or like championship teams. What we have talked about is whether you would become less interested in it after, but there's also how those players are always yours. Yep. The, the play if if the Bills win the Super Bowl, every one of those guys will always be attached to us. And they'll go, they'll, they'll all go on to play for other teams, You probably. Most of them will. But this will be where they were when they won. How many yep. players on the Bills have ever played in a Super Bowl? I think it's two. But I might have missed a couple, maybe the more obscure guys, if they were on a team. Are you counting Miller? Von Miller... I mean, he's been the Super Bowl MVP, and he won't be on the field in the lineup for this team, at least. But Von Miller and Saffold for the Rams when they lost to New England, he was a starter in okay, uh, on right. that team. I don't know right. that he wasn't injured in that game, actually, but he was a starter. He started every game for those Rams teams in that, mm-hmm. that period of time. And I can't think of anybody else on the Bills who's ever been on a Super Bowl team. Maybe a couple of coaches. I didn't go through the coaches in my mind. You know, Leslie Frazier was on a Super Bowl winner as a player. Yeah, it's just was on the staff at. That's right. That's right. That's right. Win, but yeah. So, yeah, no, I like that a lot. I mean, I, I think, I mean, a few things. You know, like you're reminding me, like you have those guys forever. 
uh, I mean, that's absolutely right. Um, as very casual as I've become about the Red Sox, and, you know, there's more to it than just they won, so I got disinterested. But I did right away, it changed when they did win. But with that said, like I still sit here, like you're talking and I'm thinking about Bill Miller and Dave Roberts. And, like, I don't care that Xander Bogart's left, really, or that they re-signed Devers. Like, like, great, fine, whatever. You know, like, uh, I would have rather you kept a good player like Bogart's, but I'm not, you know, I'm not losing sleep about it because I'm just sort of – but I, I still care about Dave Roberts and Bill Miller and Kevin Millar and, like, the, you know, that team that trot Nixon, you know, like 2004, the first one especially uh, more so. And, like, you know, those guys, you know, had their moments, but they're, they weren't they're – not, that's not Manny or David Ortiz or Pedro or Schilling, you know. I'm like – so – like that, that, that's where you, you always are going to feel that if you get a win, like all, you know, all the guys, especially if you, you get a guy that has a moment in the game, like, well, like Dave Roberts or, or Billy Miller had, like they were important key contributors to like big wins and they they weren't like the guys on the team. Then those guys grow in stature, and you just like everybody becomes your favorite guy, you know. Like or every guy on the team is capable of being someone's favorite, you know, just because if they they, they did something right um, in in one of these games here from here to the finish line. Hopefully that doesn't come for another few weeks. Um, so yeah, I mean I I I like that a lot, you know. Um, of course, the team being good is the mo- is the is the most important. Them having a chance to fulfill a lifelong quest for us, their fans, is is the thing. You have to be a contender to get to that level. I think personally, with with, with a lot of fans, not all. I mean, some fans are are there. All they're just like that with with the team, like you're saying, social media and whatnot. Um, but when you're good and you are capable of connecting, like there's a connection here and, you know, whether it's battling through the snowstorm to get to get to get to quote unquote work like they had to do um, or it's their involvement that we know about and probably don't talk about often enough. Um, like there's a lot of heart there. You know, I think they've got a lot of guys that are, if they're not sincere about it, man, they are really convincing about it. And I, I happen to believe they're sincere. Dion Dawkins' latest piece with the Players' Tribune. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, you know, the letter to the fans was just amazing to read. Uh, like, that's a guy that he's been here since, what, 17, right? He's McDermott's first draft. And, I mean, he just gets it. And you have to live here and get out and be a part of it, I think, to really speak that language, and he does. 803-0550 for your calls. Here's Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. Thank you. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, if I lived, if I had some monastic existence in a, a tiny island in the Pacific or something, like, how much would I care if the Bills won the Super Bowl, because a lot like you, you know, 95% of the experience would be like, gosh, what a thrill for me and right. everybody I know, right? right. But, but in thinking about that, I realized there is this sort of like pseudo-mathematical spiritual aspect to it where I think, you know, reasonable or not, most Bills fans, if it was between them and God, they might admit that they really believe it's impossible for the Bills to win a Super Bowl. And, and on one hand, you might say that, you know, it's such a small sample size. There's been, what, 55 Super Bowls. It's just variants. That's so right-brained and emotional and logical. And on the other hand, it's like, for as long as sports exist, we may never see a major franchise lose four championships in a row. So it's not totally unreasonable. So I bring that up to say, you know, if the Bills were to win a championship – right or wrong, I think that there would be a significant portion of people who saw that as almost, you know, a spiritual sort of something happened, or my conception of what is possible has changed. And that can be, you know, just such a powerfully moving thing on an individual level. And I really think would sort of impact this community um, as a whole. So that's something I've been thinking about as well. Thank you, Patrick. Very good. Beautifully stated. Yeah. Especially with Hamlin. I mean, if th- right. if this happens this year, the way Hamlin connected everybody, uh, yes, especially. I'm I, what ten years ago, more ten to fifteen years ago, like to me, the idea of the Bills winning a Super Bowl was almost like ridiculous, because of the disadvantages in the market, and I mean ownership with Ralph toward the end, and just the kind of decisions they were making. Like, what are we doing? It seemed, you know, you're in the the peak Brady years. Like, just come on. They'll be lucky to survive to the point where they have a new owner and exist as a team here. You know, that's how I, that's a lot of us, but that's how I used to look at it. Like, just, no, it's not the the four straight losses for me as much as it was kind of like that, that it's so hard to win, like the caller said, anyway. And is this team, like, going to commit in a way that makes it possible 
Well, they have, and they also have had the thing that could happen to anybody. I mean, there have been incompetent franchises that got their franchise quarterback, Indianapolis. <laughs> like, the Bills were never less competent than Indianapolis, you know, in the, on the Ursay front. And, oh, okay, well, I guess you're great now. So, but I don't say that to, like, diminish the Bills' accomplishment. They've been, they've been the best team in the NFL for three years, kind of. Like, just, mm-hmm. they have put together an amazing run, and they deserve tons of credit for it. They get tons of credit for it. So, like everything, you know, it's a combination of your good fortune and your expertise. Here is, oh, Frank. Hi, Frank. Yeah, Mike, you had some, some interesting things to say that's about the attachment to the players themselves and the players to the to the town. And um, I would just say, like, the, the Bills are like a milepost sort of in our lives, okay? So, like, way back when, in 1991, compared to now, it's way back, back, you know, miles back there. But here we are again. And um, when we talk to other people, we, we relate ourselves to the Bills. This was like... We'll say, well, yeah, that was back in like '91. You know, I remember that. You know, I graduated high school. Someone will say, like, who was Bill's starting quarterback back then? You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's a, this is this relationship is reference point that we have that all of us in Buffalo um, relate. You know, a feel I have a feeling for it, an intuition for it. Almost, it's almost like they're a college football team. I had a, a roommate in college who, was in, who grew up in Columbus and was a humongous Ohio State Buckeye fan. Like. Way more than I was the Bill. Everything the kid owned was like Ohio State, or red, 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 and gray. And uh, I think that's how we are here. I mean, think about like with the uh, with the Hamlin thing. And anytime there's a money thing involved, like they get nine million dollars for his, his charity thing. I mean, this people in Buffalo, this team is our family. It's, it's like our family. And when we when when we, we, we when we talk to other people, members of our family, we include them because they are members of the family. So we talk about, you know, I mean, like what you said before, was if we win the Super Bowl, these guys are always going to be connected to us. Right. And then I, like, think, I, I think now with the, uh, the French Connection, I mean, we still talk about my, I'm 60 years old. People, we, we, we talk about the French Connection, my family, all the time. And do you remember the night when uh, um, Gary got his 50th goal and Martin couldn't get one? He was on 49. All these touchdowns, mm-hmm. you talk to people about it. Not only just the wife, right? But uh, um, other things, like I just mentioned before, like accomplishments by the players. Um, it's just it's a part of who we are, and, and uh, you can't deny that. I don't think. Right. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, man. Like I, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is. I don't know if you anticipated this being like as weighty. It, it, no. I, I just I I I just lo- I just I love I love where we are. Um. I, I just I think there is you know generally speaking I mean because I know there's like all sorts of you know <laughs> fringe elements and stuff and and sometimes being really into the bills or into any sports team can almost you know if you describe yourself that way some people might go hmm yeah like, there's something I'm skeptical about you like how into it are you like what like why that's weird like you're a grown man and you're like really that excited about it but it just it, it does it just it runs deeper and I think you know the size of the town I think plays some part in that I, I you know players have said over the years that 
it feels more like a college. They're talking about the atmosphere at the games, I think, more so than the town. But I, I think I think it's right to, to say it that way. Like, bigger metropolises have... I mean, there's more people, and therefore there's more of, you know, this is more variety of agendas and things that people are into. So you may have more fans in a bigger market because there's a larger pool, but the percentage, you know, there's a reason the Bills, I mean, the Bills are near 50% of televisions watching games, like in the high 40s anyway, and that's been the case for a lot of my lifetime, and I... They are at the top of the league in that respect. Again, not numbers of eyeballs, but percentages of people in the community that are paying attention to the games. It, it blows bigger markets away because it's it's a unifying thing here, and it's not like that everywhere. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, at 803-0550. Back with more of your calls after sports on WGR. Coming out of halftime, all those halftime adjustments, it really paid off right there that I don't know about you. I don't think I ever made a halftime adjustment in my entire 18-year career. I think that's the biggest myth in football, the halftime adjustments, right? You go in, yeah, you, eat, you use the restroom, you eat a couple of oranges, and then the head coach says, all right, let's go. Yeah, no quite. I mean, you're in there for like three minutes. Yeah, so. There's no time. Love it. More goodness from the Manning cast, Peyton Manning and Eli last night. I felt like bonus Manning cast. I did not know they were going to be involved in the super wild card weekend. So, good. I never watch them, though. No, I, me either. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice that it's there. I like hearing the clips. Like, I do like, you know, I saw that that was, you know, up on Twitter last night during the game. And I like seeing those. I, I, I still find it distracting to watch them with the game if I really am paying attention to the game. So, I haven't found that to be something that i i want to do but i like that it's out there so it was cool that they were there last night i'm not proud but somehow i end up still choosing troy aikman so mm-hmm. i can hear him talk about how you should kick a field goal from the one yard line <laughs> while the guy's running into the end just <laughs> it's the worst yep it's the worst we just don't care about being right nobody cares about being right well i can't say nobody but that's how i sound that's how i say when i get down when i get depressed about it like, don't you care about being right? Like, no? Okay, well, pays pretty good. Million a week. Million a week. Pays pretty good. Not bad. Nope, not Doesn't bad. care about being right. Nobody who hires him, right. cares, employs him, cares about whether he's right. Just yep. uh, wide open all kick night it. long. With the, I, kick but it. I still, I still can't. I still can't get to the other thing. I can't watch the Manning cast. I know. I need, I need the wrong traditional form. I, I don't know. It's just habitual. Joe, uh, Joe Buck goes, I, I tweeted it or I tweeted and deleted it. One of the two. He says, uh, we haven't seen, I did tweet it. We haven't, we, you know, in that sort of, we haven't seen the Bucks offense look this bad in quite some time. I'm like, dude, you were literally in Tampa for that Saints game where they also could never get a first down until like the last five minutes. Yep. Didn't think of that. Right. That offense looked that bad most of the year. Somebody who's been in jail for two years might be able to say, I haven't seen the Bucks look this bad in a while. Mm-hmm. No, you were literally the play-by-play announcer like five weeks ago or something when they had New Orleans in and they couldn't score a point until the very end. Uh, who, who remembers that? All right, here's Jamie with us. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Mike. 
so you were talking before the break about what a Super Bowl win would mean and, and how you, you know, attach it and want to win, not just for yourself, but just for the, the greater good and, and even specific players. When you were talking about that, it got me thinking about not just the current Bills and wanting it for this, this current team, but all of those guys that played during the Super Bowl years and just couldn't close the deal. And, and I wonder, you know, what, do they live with regret? Do they, do they live with the, the what if? And, and if we did actually win this year, if this could be the year, what would it mean to those guys? Because I want the win for them, I think, even more than I want for these, this current team. Um, they, they meant so much to us then. They mean so much to us now. And I just feel like it would create a sense of redemption, possibly, yeah. for, for, those, for those old guys. Um, I'm just wondering what your guys' thoughts might be on that. I, I think it, not only does it make perfect sense, I think that's definitely true. Yeah. You yeah, know, n- no question. I mean, um, you know, we we feel this attachment to it because we're from here. But like, the, I mean, if you, if, you, if you if you were a part of four straight Super Bowl losses, or even just a couple of them, um, and a part of that group, uh, I would I, I I would think you'd you'd feel it even more deeply than we do, uh, because you wanted to do it then for the fans. You know, for yourself too, of course, but you, you probably felt that, and you know you couldn't get it done. So to see it actually get done, I think would be very powerful for those people. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to purport to know these guys well, um, but even just I, I was lucky enough to you, you actually set the groundwork for it. We we had Jerry Ostrowski on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he he was a lineman in that era, uh, maybe not at the very front end, but at the end of it, he was around. And like the, he he's still I mean he he's a, John Fina you know wasn't a super fan favorite or anything I know he is out there and wants it you know like for 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 all of us for them for us for the the guys on the team now like I have no doubt that what the caller is saying is true is it time for me to forgive John Fina maybe for being like just so awful in the locker room when <laughs> I just wanted to. Ask a couple questions about the game. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe it's time to let that go. Thanks, Jamie. Here's Mike next. Hi, Mike. Mike, are you there? Boy, I don't feel like this has happened in a I, while. I don't hear anything. Actually, right. it makes yeah. me think I've done something wrong. Is there a mm. button I haven't pushed here? That <laughs> let's see, hold. No, well, he's gone. I don't think I did anything there. I mean, sometimes you just hear like. Yeah, right, right. There's some evidence of a line open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard yeah, nothing just, at all. I was just dead, yeah. You thinking about, just as we uh, have a little bit of a moment here, you thinking about the draft at all? The no. NFL draft? No? no? Like, not even at all? No. I I'm, I don't know. What, what does at all mean? Um, I'm... I'm, I'm flagging certain tweets that I think might be useful eventually, you know, when we get there, uh, whether that's prospect rankings or a profile of, of a guy that might be interesting to me by someone I trust. Um, hmm. But I'm kind of always doing that. I, I don't know that that that, that is – that, that to me doesn't meet the criteria of thinking about the draft. It's 
getting ready to be thinking about the draft. <laughs> like, right? Being, yeah, not that that stuff's going to be hard to find anyways, but like, you know, Chris Trapasso has something about a receiver that, that I think could be a fit for the Bills or just really a receiver. Like, I'm, I, I'm probably not going to read that right now, Chris, no offense, but I'm flagging it. I'm gonna want. I'm gonna want to be able to find it. Um, so yeah, I mean, but I'm kind of always doing that. Wide receiver. I mean, I'm not trying to rush anybody. We'll get. We'll get to those conversations. The free agent pool apparently is really thin. I was looking at a fantasy article, like trying to predict some dynasty movement, what's going to happen. There have been so many good young players out of the draft the last two or three years who are star-wide receivers in the league, you could include Gabe Davis in that, I think. There are guys who outrank him. Mm-hmm. Um, this year for free agents in terms of wide receiver from uh, footballguys.com, DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, Paris Campbell, Darius Slayton, Juju, Lazard. Like, there's not a big uh, there's not yeah. a big get there at all. Nothing there sounds that appealing to me. I don't think that would be the Bills anyway, but they'll probably want to do something there. They're overdue. Really, I mean, yeah. I I think of the draft for that, uh, and they're they're moving back into their past to try to get to the finish line here this year. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's down the road. Here's Rob with us. Hi, Rob. Hey, how you guys doing? Appreciate you taking my call. Sure, good. Well, Listen, I I um I actually there was an episode that um uh, an actual uh, show that you guys did, and Mike, you were out and. It was just like it just really resonated with me. Bulldog was talking about the Red Sox and just about his connection with them and then how it changed afterwards. I drive 1,300 miles round trip uh, from Charlotte since 2009, the 50th anniversary year. And it's just so crazy that you guys are talking about this because as I got home last night from the trip uh, this past weekend, I was just like, am I going to really want to do this after the Bills win a Super Bowl if they ever do? And it was just something that kind of resonated with me. And then I just love this conversation because like the 90 bills, they ruined it for me. Like I was hooked. Um, I used to listen to the games, you know, driving home from church with my parents and like my dad, who's no longer with us. And like, it was just like, it, it was an experience. And that last call that you just had recently, who talked about how he wants it for the nineties bills, just more like, I don't have any current bills jerseys. I love these players. I love them. But like, I'm I'm so like still stuck back in the nineties. And like, I drive. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I take the trip. Because, like, I want to be able to say that when whatever Super Bowl, 57, 58, whatever, I was there for the ride. I was, you know, a part of the regular season, a part of the playoffs. And, and like, I'm just – I'm spent. Like, I just got home last night. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm really, really tired. But I'm going to keep going. I'll, I'll be right back up there next weekend because, um, you know, the Bills mean that much to me. And I, and I, I definitely identify with that whole – just this whole conversation, just the whole vibe. I definitely identify with it. Good. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, do I need to fill out what he's referring to? Like, it, 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 the passion can change. It did for me with the Red Sox, and I've always said it's different. I, I, I think this will even be different if we get one here because, you know, I'm here. Like, I'm not from Boston. I don't have family. I have no ties to Boston. I went there when I was a kid. I, I liked the green wall when I was 10, and, like, it, it stuck, you know? Like, I didn't have a baseball team here, and so that was it. And they were this, you know, lovable loser sort of, you know, curse and all this stuff. And as a kid and as I, I grew into an adult, that really worked for me. And it turned out, like, once they won, it just sort of, I don't know, it just became easier to not 
like well, like the caller saying, now put in the work. I mean, I wasn't driving back and forth to Boston, but it's the same point. You know, like I, 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 I'm not as hungry for all this as I was because, well, I've been fed the ultimate meal. And so, you know, I don't know. Naturally, I just sort of let that change. And it has. And so that's what the caller's referencing when he says, like, you know, well, I want to make that drive if they win. Like, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> you'll have to see, but it, it certainly is possible that you, it'll be an easy thing to talk yourself out of. You know, like, ah, you know, eh, I got one. The game's on TV. <laughs> it's, it's far. Whatever. What is the- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ultimate meal. Crab legs. Too too hard. Oh, so good, though, if you do I it mean, right. It, you know, if I, if I were wealthy enough to have someone pick the crab meat out of the, the crab leg. Hmm. Uh, How you know, much will you give me? Mm, I'm not that wealthy, <laughs> so not much. Really? Really? You and, don't think you could find enough money and, to know, give me may- to open your crab, break your no, crab legs open for I, you? I don't think I could make it worth your while. Eight no. bucks. Ah. <laughs> I'm not doing it for eight bucks. Um, don't get any ideas. Yeah, no, I don't worry, I don't. And I, you the know, deal's I like, off. I like crab legs just fine, but it, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. ultimate meal though. Yeah, yeah. But what is? Got to be a salad in there. Meal can't just be like a piece of steak. Meal, right, right. right. Pie probably has got to be in there. Yeah. Wine, definitely wine. Definitely wine. I don't know about pie. Not Some sort of dessert. Not a big dessert guy. Me neither, but... But if you're having an ultimate, ultimate meal, meal... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Gotta be a, part of it. Sp- I'm splurging then. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. What's the vegetable? Asparagus. Oh, so bad. Just Delicious. the worst. 
Just so the good. Worst, the worst food ever. And it, and it just sort of keeps giving for the next 12 hours. So, I mean, yeah, that's super. nice, too. What, yeah. What's not to love? Other than taste and that, everything's good. I love it so much. Uh, how can you even respect anybody who is this excited about asparagus? I'm I mean, sorry. I'm not eating a bowl of asparagus for dinner, but like you, I'm you, surprised. You you put you put down a, 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 a nice a nice steak in front of me, and I you know whatever whatever my potato is going to be, oh. uh, asparagus with that is that that is for me that's a contender for as far as the entree goes for the ultimate meal. Oh. Like the bi- the nice steak, very nice you know, big asparagus, and I don't know about potato, whatever. How about a slim jim? Yeah, I'll pass. This is a snack. I'll pass. They're too hard Those to open. Long, they are hard to open. They're getting harder to open. I used to have no trouble just sort of biting the corner and just sort of peeling it down. Last night, I could not, I could not get the corner bit. Like I had to bite the middle. What do you got? A stockpile of slim jims? I bought in the a box of slim house? jims like, on on like Thursday. There were maybe fourteen in a box. Okay, and. I've been up late, so the box is gone. Yeah, I didn't save them for what yeah. might be the ultimate meal. They have I to did, buy another yeah. box. Yeah, well, if you're up late, I mean that's you know, that go, that goes hand in hand. You know, to, to get to get even into the third quarter of this football game, I had to have a bowl of cereal last night. Cereal, that's right. That's just trying to make it. We're just out with here the, trying to make it with the frozen bowl, of course. Right, we're just out here trying to make it. All right, let's take a time out. Sabres and Blackhawks tonight, pregame at 7.30. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Talking about what a Super Bowl win would mean. Got a little deep. Got a little uh, even emotional here this hour. I, I, I think about, one thing I think about is, like, am I sitting right here? alone in this room or even with you in this room watching the Super Bowl and like broadcasting the halftime show or the post game show or whatever it is like <laughs> there's no way work is going to send us to the Super Bowl right like there's this is where I'll be sitting probably if they play I, I the think, Super Bowl yeah, I, I feel like some we, party yeah I yeah well, that's depressing I, I, I know I, I know yeah, sorry I do I yeah it's I, a great was, honor yeah we we oh, this came up well, I don't even know. Oh, well, I know why. Because we, <laughs> I, I came in you know, to to be with you on Sunday, and I had suggested like you you could just come here if you. Want. I know like, I didn't I, really respond to you. No, it's okay. I mean, I, I what I, I I thought like you know I don't know we we're in the habit of doing a certain thing like that might be just out of your comfort zone, um, but anyway, I mentioned that, um, and the, to to my wife and and to. My my kids that you know I don't I don't know maybe you know I think I'm like whatever day that was Thursday or whatever I said like I don't I don't I haven't heard back but it's possible Mike's coming over Sunday um, and then I just decided to come in anyways so it was we were talking about it and you know my wife just said are you are you guys going and I'm like I think we'd know if we were going <laughs> I just don't I don't I don't so I think maybe no, I don't maybe know. not I don't know but, yeah haven't heard a word about it it's like right. three weeks away right yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You'd go for the whole week, right? So we'd probably have to have a plan. Usually, yeah, yeah. They, anyway, they still do that in other markets and stuff. Like they I go think, to the I, Super Bowl and stuff. I think so. Yeah, I think that is still that is still a, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Cool. Well, those were days. 
going to those. <laughs> it was fun, you know. Sometimes it was it was there was stuff, but it was cool to do it. Yes, I agree. Like I I, I didn't love it, but I'm glad we went. I went to five. Yeah, you went to two before me. Yeah, yeah they were all uh, memorable. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We didn't do power rankings today. Are are they missed? Like, is there a reason to do power rankings other than they're fun? Should we be, should we be doing them? I thought about it this morning, uh, and then didn't didn't stay with the thought. Let's so. do one for the final eight teams that are left. Okay. See where that takes us. Got the odds too for Super Bowl wins. Eight oh three oh five fifty for your calls. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.